0: Welcome to Unashamed, a Smut Lover's podcast. This is our first episode, so we just wanted to introduce ourselves, and uh, mostly we just want to talk about Smut and our love for romance books. Yes. Hi, I am Courtney. And I'm Kelsey.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and we are here to, you know, like you said, talk about Smut. And really just get rid of the stigma of smut.
0: Yeah, or help to erase some of the stigma. I mean, even if we can just help one person feel more comfortable in owning what they like, then I think that would be great. I don't know. I I really don't feel shame when it comes to talking about it, I guess. Um, I never really have. Like Maybe... When I'm talking to my grandma the first time, I was like, Yeah, I like romance novels. She was like, Oh, like Nora Roberts. And I was like, No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Frankly, there's not enough sex in it for me.
1: <laughs> so I actually had, um, I started out really young. So like I was stealing at like 13, I was stealing like my mom's like heavy vampire romance novels that were like heavy on the smut but I was like so ashamed because I was like if my mom finds out like I am in trouble <laughs> because I'm 13 reading about things I shouldn't know about yet especially some of them yeah. and you know also but you know also because at 13 all my friends were reading like you know what Twilight Twilight yeah. and I was there is <laughs> so I'm over here reading about like harems and like blood play and you guys are reading about like shiny vampires which is fun uh, yeah, you know, so I didn't have I read
0: know. Twilight and I read House of Night when I was probably, like, 13. Those were some of my favorites. And um, I just remember being, like, so pissed at the fade to black scenes. Like, even at, at that age. Yes. I just feel like you're missing and, – And this is how I explain it to, like, my mom, even. Um, I feel like you're missing – a huge part of the connection when you cut out the smutty bits and it's not even about well sometimes but most of the time it's not even about the sex anymore for me i've read so many yeah that it it's about like that integral part of the connection in part of their story like you can cut out some of them some of the scenes it's not really that big of a deal but like don't cut out their first time having sex like in a romance book like, right or like the intense passionate ones
1: so yeah the ones that like further the plot or like further like the connection of the characters don't cut those out i agree yeah. like, i could probably read like a like i could read a romance book like sitting on the bus for instance and not be like oh man hot and heavy you know what i mean Yeah. however like i don't like reading you're right those fade to black books because it it feels so one-dimensional almost and i'm not saying that that like there aren't good books that don't have sex uh, you yeah. there are it's just i feel like with romance especially as a genre and and if you're writing about like adults you know and adult content like there's got to be sex because adults have sex and even like yeah. you know the um young adult Uh, some of the younger adult books like
0: also include sex scenes and and I don't mind especially when it's a young adult book Um, like uh, let's take Hannaford Prep for example Just this is one that's coming up okay um, she she I don't mind when it's a young adult and they stretch it out slow burn until like the characters old enough or mature enough to handle that like that I don't need the sex if they're like a certain age
1: I feel like so I feel like some young adult books and I'm not talking like young adult like Hannaford especially um I, that's not a young adult book to me not at all I like, guess the characters are younger but hear me out when you're yeah. dealing with the kind of content that Hannaford deals with aside from the sex um you're it it really just becomes an 18 plus book to me because i don't feel like anyone under 18 should really be reading about some of the content in there like i mean it's not that they can't it's just that i know she does place warnings on her books that they're all 18 plus even at, at like the freshman year one
0: for sure i just like that she did she stretched it out so slow burn because of i think partly because of the age of the characters and like I don't mind that if there's no sex in the beginning because the characters are younger. Right. Then I, I don't mind that. That doesn't bother me at all. I completely agree. My, my thing is when, they, like you said, adults have sex. Yeah. <laughs> and and when you're forming a romantic relationship with someone and, you know, you're you're moving forward in that relationship, that relationship is progressing, getting serious, or whatever the case may be, you know, not all books are created equal in that sense, but, um, <laughs> I, <agree. laughs> but it, this, I feel like the smut, at least the important sex scenes, need to be in there. I feel like Fade to Black cuts out so much about those yes. important parts.
1: Yeah, well, and because it's not always like even those sex scenes, it's not always just about the sex either. It's it's very much like it's the the moments when like they're just like uh undressing each other and it's like the look in their eyes you know the or attention. the way that they touch the way that they you know what i mean and the after words of the sex where it's like you know you're just like tingled together it's all yeah. of that i feel like if you don't have that it's harder to connect with like the the couple or yes. you know the harem whatever yeah. it is that you're talking about and i believe we are getting a little off topic we're one hundred percent. We just segued into the first episode, is what happened, um, right? I know. Yeah. So that is us. We're you know friends for twenty years. We're both very avid readers, and obviously, mm-hmm. for you know, it started with the kitty romance. At least for Kelsey, um, yeah. <laughs> and
0: like, then, and then for me, uh, I stopped reading for many years. Um, I'm the one that I convinced got her bad. to get Kindle Unlimited. Mm. Well, here's here's the thing. So I like I said, I I used to read like Twilight, House of Night, whatever. Um, I came to a point where I finished all of the House of Night books that were out. Oh God, there's so many one too. I never even finished that series. And and the next one wasn't released yet. And I couldn't I had no way of getting it, obviously, because it was wasn't released and I got pissed and I stopped reading. And the like and I'm sure as episodes go on, this will be a recurring theme. Courtney knows I try very hard not to read unfinished series. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Really... And it
1: drives me nuts because I will read a book like the day it comes out, even if like the entire, even if it's a first in the series, I'll read it. It's
0: <laughs> it's damaging to my psych. Um, Yeah, <laughs> I'll just sit and stew for I, the next year. I don't necessarily, until necessarily disagree with out.
1: you with certain series. However, I <laughs> do not have the patience or the like, fortitude to do
0: that. I can't. I'm one of those I will gobble up anything. But. No, I can't, I can't handle the waiting. So um yeah, anyways, I finished House of Night before it was finished and stopped reading for many, many, many years. And um in my postpartum depression, I stumbled on a Facebook ad. I just was like desperate for anything. And um I Read like the first chapter of a book in a Facebook ad, and ended up downloading the app for it, downloading the book, and that was all she wrote. And now I read like one to three books a day. Yeah, I I read a lot more than that. So I actually I, was, I know you're really
1: fast. You're I just faster progressively now. got worse. Like I would like go to the library and like you know borrow like fifteen books a week, and then like you know read them anywhere I could when I was, you know, younger. And then um, my mom actually was like, hey, so I'm getting Kindle Unlimited. Why don't we just share an account? Because like you could borrow like 10 books. And so she would get five and I would get five. And so I was like, that works. And I I know they upped the limit now. Like now it's like 15 or whatever, 17 books.
0: I think it's 20. Oh, okay. Well. It might be 15. I don't count. I just –
1: I, I don't I don't know, actually. Um, I usually keep like seven to nine on mine because she I reads a lot less frequently and we still share it. So uh, when we first got that, I was like, oh, heck yes. And with Kindle Unlimited, um, for those of you who are not aware or don't have it, uh, with the Kindle Unlimited subscription, you can borrow books for free and then uh, you just return them when you're done and borrow more books as long as they're with the Kindle Unlimited are available at kindle unlimited and so i mean i probably read depending on how long the book is i probably read about
0: five to eight books a day um yeah i don't i also don't usually pick up a book unless it's like at least 300 pages that's fair. Like I, I don't, be, don't i don't
1: i don't like the short and sweet i ones i don't yeah
0: it. i i am
1: a free for all i will read anything once as long as it has romance and it's not in third person that's a big thing for me Mm -hmm. I will only read like two authors that are third person authors and only because it's nostalgia yeah no I won't all right so um (laughs) let's intro with some likes and dislikes so Kelsey what are your like what are your favorite things like if you were going in to look at a book and to read a book what would be like your instant like yes like uh, I think i'll it this book girl i'll give it a try
0: i think it depends so i know like the i'll just segue this into i think we're gonna talk about it a little more in our next episode um but like like i said i don't like the short and sweet ones usually i feel like that's not enough to get me all of the emotional range that I like in a romance book. Um, so I kind of, I look for that. I want um, something interesting. I don't want like, sometimes I'm in the mood for the same old, same old, but I usually like to be like, oh, this is new, you know? And and it depends on on the, on what I'm reading. So like, I like something different for, male-female, then I do male-male, then I do RH. Like, it all just depends on what what it is. Does
1: the blurb matter to you? Like, the little, you know, the short yeah. little blurb on a book. Does it matter to you or will you give it a chance if you're like, oh, this sounds okay?
0: Mm. If there's a lot of recommendations for it, sometimes I won't read the blurb. <laughs> but there has to be, like, a ton of recommendations. I, so I'm the and opposite. otherwise the blurb absolutely matters most of the time uh, here's the thing most of the time i'm not going to pick up a book unless i see a recommendation for it sometimes i'll read the blurbs but most of the time um i'm in so many groups on facebook that i kind of go off of what everybody else is saying and like what people are recommending for certain things so yeah um I I do go off of that a lot, Um, but sometimes I'll go through and read blurbs on things. If it's an author, if it's like a go-to author for me, I I sometimes won't even read the blurbs. I guess, so I guess no, the blurbs don't matter that much. See, I changed my answer. (laughs)
1: So I am the complete opposite. It does not matter if it was recommended to me. Even my absolute favorite author, so one of my favorite authors is M. Sinclair. We will talk about her, but probably not for a few episodes because she belongs in a mostly very specific uh trope category. Yeah. Um so I will it does not matter. However, M Sinclair is a very good blurb writer, so it usually is not a problem. However, like I have to read a blurb and it has to at least sound like better than okay for me to download it. Like if I look mm-hmm. at a book and I'm like all oh, the reviews are good but like this blurb sounds like trash, I'm like, "Mm, nope, can't do it. You have to hook me in with at least like one line in your blurb. You have to, because if there is nothing that I'm getting from it, I'm like, how is their writing style going to be? Like, is it going to be one of those books that like, sounds like a good premise,
0: but like their writing falls flat? I'm so snobbish when it comes to blurbs. That's- That's the thing, I guess, for me too. Why the blurbs don't really matter to me because if it's a highly recommended book, and then I read the blurb and I don't like the blurb, I won't read the book. Okay, so that's why I kind of like if it's super highly recommended and I know it's something that I want to read, then I'll just download it without reading the blurb because I don't want to get turned off of it.
1: I don't (laughs) trust recommendations to an extent, and I know we're gonna talk about this. Later on. Oh,
0: one more thing about us, I guess, because I'm sure it'll come up eventually. Courtney has two boys, and I have one boy. Yes,
1: I won't say their name Mom. on the podcast, um, just for privacy reasons. Uh, however, um, yes, I do. I have two sons and um, a partner, a male partner. I don't. <laughs> however, we're not <laughs> married. Uh, it's, it's only been <laughs> nine years, so. Well,
0: thank you for joining our. First episode, our introduction episode. Um, We hope that you will join us for future episodes. We're very excited to be going on this adventure. Um, Was there anything you wanted to add, Courtney? Uh, You know, thank you for listening (laughs) and uh, join
1: us for, you know, episode two. Bye. Thank you.